Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you for joining me for Lighthouse Ministries podcast. I am your podcast host, Evangelist Carmelita. And um super excited about joining you guys today. Um, still working on our website. We haven't gotten our website up yet, but excited to let you know that I will be on Kingdom Purpose TV, which you can reach on Roku starting October the 5th. So make sure you guys tune in and I'll also be doing a live radio, I mean a radio program with them as well starting on October 7th. So make sure you go, you can go to my personal website, www.carmelitamcroy.com in order to uh, get the link to join in and see it from there. Um, and yeah, it's just, some, you know, God does some great things, you know, if you just follow him as he leads you, um, you don't have to worry about stressing or worrying about things going on. I realized um, in my journey that when I felt was going on my own, that was when I suffered the most. When I was following God, I knew I was following him. Things seemed to go, you know, smoother. <laughs> and they always say that everything with God is not going to be complicated. It's only when we do it. So let's get into what we're going to talk about today. And uh, we're going to go from Luke twenty two forty two. We're going to talk about leading. Lead me, Lord. Father, if you are willing, take away this cup of suffering. But do what you want, not what I want. Whenever you're being led by God, sometimes you're going to have things that you don't want to do. That clearly he's telling you to do. And you have to decide. My will or your will, Lord. And most time we, you know, we want to say his will because we don't want to go through what we got to go through. If we don't do it. But I'm just going to read this here. Lord, you are perfect. Your plans are perfect. Your will for my life and the life of my children is perfect. I don't know why I cling so tightly to what I want. Why is it so hard to just surrender? But it is hard. I do cling. This life is what I know. I think that is much of my struggle. I fear the unknown. I fear pain, disappointment, and failure. But you are none of those things. You are healing, joy, and victory. I know this, and I know you. Please help me remember and help me surrender. Show me and lead me into your will, Father. Make it my deepest desire. Ask yourself today, what are you clinging to that you need to surrender? And you know what? Nobody's there with you. So be honest with yourself. Be honest. What is it that you're clinging to that you need to surrender? Those things that... You feel like you can't go without, but you know God is saying, let it go. Whether it's cigarettes, alcohol, uh, gambling, uh, what else? A person that you want to be with, your car, your house, your job. There's so many things that we cling to because we never think, like, this is not our home, permanent home. If anybody can see what has happened in the last two years is that we all going to die at some time. And this is not our home. No, we should not live like we dying, you know, and dead. And we still need to live. But realistically, we have to say that one day we're going to die. So until then, I have to live my life for God's will at the same time while I'm living and I have to know when he says, this is not for you to let it go. See, some people think 
I got to have this $300,000 home because I have to show people that I got it. Or I have to ride, drive this, this uh, Lexus or this uh, Tesla because they have to see what I have. But God is telling you, okay, your money should have went somewhere else. You should have been tithing, paying more offerings, sowing seed into a ministry in your church or a nonprofit organization or whatever it may be. But we're clinging to those things because we feel like we have to have it because that's what society is telling us to do. As the author said here, we cling to things because that's what we know. And when God tells us to give up what we don't know, when we're worshiping a God who we can't see, mm, wow. You'd be like, God, you asked me to do a lot. I don't even see what you, who you are. I can only feel you in my heart, but you're telling me to give up the things that I do see every day. Um. And you won't want me to cling to him. And God is saying, yes, that's how you get your blessing. Because you're trusting the unseen with what you see every day. Living in this world makes you think that if you are poor and broke, you're nothing. If you're rich and famous, you're something. Terrible, terrible, terrible statement. Now, I don't believe God meant for us to be poor. Like the church tried to make it seem like if you put the poorer you are, the more you get to heaven. Heck no. Mm-mm. What he does do is he wants to give you riches. He wants to give you that big home or whatever. But he don't want you worshiping it. If he tells you to let it go and go to missionary work, you ought to be able to let it go. But if you cling to it and hold on to it so much that you can never... let it go, then it's a problem. It's a problem. Um, so many times we cling to things, even a person. Sometimes we date people who we know are bad for us, but we continue to do it because our flesh is weak. No, you ain't supposed to be dating him. No, you ain't supposed to be dating her. But your flesh is weak. And when your flesh is weak, you tend to not surrender to God. Because God could be telling you, I have a, a destiny for you. That you're going to do ministry for me. This person is not a part of that plan. But you want to keep on being with this person. Being with this person because that's what you see. You don't see what God has given you somebody even better than this person. Because in the end, that person's not going to work out. So, I hope you can see what I'm saying when we're saying... Just surrender. Surrender what it is you want and give it to God. It is hard. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to do because there's some things that I know I need to get rid of. How I feel about certain things and certain people. Because I feel like in my heart, like, some people I just, I'm not going to associate with you. I'm just not. Um, people who've done stuff with me, I forgive them. But I don't want to be around you. And sometimes God is saying, just give that up. Give that up. You know, and I'll be like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't trust him, Lord. And he doesn't tell you to hang around everybody that you have to let go of, you know, for things. <laughs> but... Letting go of the uh, hurt and the pain. You know, I've forgiven the people, but I handled them with a long wooden spoon. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
But at times that person may need me and I have to be able to be vulnerable enough and trust God enough to be there for that person, no matter how bad they did me. When I was with my, <clears throat> the very first man I was, uh, when I, the man I was married to, when I was with him, I knew he was not the person for me. I knew God had not ordained it. At the time, I was not going to church. I had got out of the church. You know how you get 18 on your own? You'd be like, shoot, I ain't going to church no more. You've got me in church Friday, Saturday, Sunday, sometime during the weekday. But um, I got with him. I knew it wouldn't. It, it, it was wrong because nobody in my family had been around the things that I was around with him. And that I knew was wrong. But at the time, shh, that's what was going on. Shoot. All the girls was talking, you date him, you date him. Mm-hmm. Girl, bye. that was the worst. Psh, anyway, I don't talk too bad about him because, you know, he's the father of my kids. And um, I married him. That was my mistake. We're divorced now, of course, because um, I had to let that thing go. When I let him go, I still didn't get back in church, but I always spoke to God. I always knew God was there. I always prayed. And see, that's what we do. We, we, we still want this relationship, God. We still want these things, but God just keeps saying, I need you to let it go. I need you to let it go. I need you to focus on me. Focus on me. I couldn't focus on him because I was with the wrong man. Next relationship I got into, wrong man. But I started listening to God because I was tired. It's my second relationship. Got kids by both of these men. And life just seems to not be going that good, you know? Physically, yes. Everything on the outside, but inside me. And that's because when God has a calling on you, when God has anointed you for something, you can't do nothing else. You have to follow what he says. You can't do nothing else. He's not going to let you. And so... It was like, I just started slowly, you know, started going to church. You know, missed a couple of Sundays, may go on this one. But God kept pulling me, and I knew he was pulling me like, you got to do this, you got to do that. Because God told me I was going to be an evangelist years ago. I didn't want to do it. I'm literally going to tell you what I said. I said, now if I be an evangelist, that means I got to be nice to everybody. And I can't tell people how I really feel. And I like doing that. I just have to laugh at myself sometimes when I said that, but I meant it. I really did. I really, really meant it. And I'm not the pretty person. People tell you I'm not a cursor, so I ain't going to curse you out. And like that. I could tell you off without even cursing at you, but I'm going to get you told. And God said, so you're going to let that keep you from following my word? Okay. Psh, boom. He took me around, the way, the round, the way, the round, the way. And finally, I was like, okay, okay, okay. I'm going to do what you asked me to do. I'm going to be an evangelist. I'm going to tell people about the love of God in the marketplace. I'm not a preacher. I'm not supposed to preach in the church. I mean, I'm going to go speak at a church or something, but I'm not supposed to be in the church. God made me in the marketplace. My business is where I minister at. Do I carry a Bible and tell them about Jesus like that? No, I do not. But people automatically know that I'm a Christian. They know what I believe, and they know that if they ask me to pray for them, I'm going to pray for them. They know that. They pick up on that. I've learned that through the years. Um, 
And so he made me to be in the marketplace. But it took me a minute to surrender those things that I wanted to do in order to follow him completely. Because I was following God, but not completely to what I should have been doing. And that happens to a lot of us. We are not surrendering some things because that's part of our life. And it feels so awkward for us to give up that thing that we're used to doing every Saturday, every Sunday, Monday, whatever. And we don't want to give it up. And in order to, for us to have a fulfilled life, we're going to have to give it up. We're going to have to. We're going to have to surrender those things. As I said here, this is what Jesus was saying. Father, if you are willing, take away this cup of suffering. But do what you want, not what I want. This is Jesus when he was on the cross. He said, because Jesus could have took himself down from the cross. Who would want to suffer for the sinful people in this world and us right now? He, he died for all of us from the future to the present to the past. He died for everyone. But he said, but do what you want, not what I want. How many of us say that? Telling God, do what you want, not what I want. Man, that's a hard thing to say because God may say something that we don't want to do. But that's how it happens a lot of times. We have to say, but do what you want, not what I want. Can you tell God that today? Can you tell him that today? Do what you want, God, glory, not what I want. I have some things I have going on right now, and I'm like, God, where are you? What's going on? And some of it I hear him saying, it's my will, not yours. Do you really want that, though? But you're going to be out of my will. Because when God makes an answer to you, you want it to be in God's perfect will. You really do. You don't want to be in his permissive will permissible will that doesn't always turn out well so just make sure you're asking God that what are you clinging to that you need to surrender and say father if you're willing take away this cup of suffering but do what you want and what I want and not what I want can you tell God that today really do what you want but not what I want when we start doing that you start seeing things turn around in your life. You start seeing things change. Even if things go wrong, you'll have a peace about things. That's why I tell people all the time, I've been through hell. People think I have it. I smile all the time. I'm talking and everything, but I have. But because I have the peace of God that passes all understanding, I don't even understand why I have peace about certain things that have gone on in my life. But I do. Make sure you're asking yourself this week, but do what you want, not what I want, and say, what am I clinging to that I need to surrender? Make sure you ask yourself that this week and do it his way. Mm. I have to just sit and think on that, doing it his way. It's almost like he's coming to me right now talking about something that I prayed about. He's like, you're telling them to do what uh, I want and not what you want. So that's what I'm telling you right now. I hear him so clear saying it. I'm going to do it my way, he's saying. I'm going to do it my way, not your way. Not the way you think it's supposed to be. Not the way you think the world's supposed to be and how you view it, but how you want to do it. And so, you know, 
I'm speaking to myself as I'm speaking to you guys. I'm speaking to myself as well. But just remember Luke 22, 42. Read that on that this week and ask God to speak to your heart about it. And until next week, guys, remember Lighthouse Ministries. We're a ministry where we want to bring light to the people in this dark world. And if nobody has told you they love you, remember that Jesus loves you. You have a great week. Be peaceful. Be blessed. I'm Evangelist Carmelita McElroy, and I will talk to you next week. Goodbye.